Hey friend, we just wanted to pop over and remind you of all of the freebies that we have on our website at hustlehumblypodcast.com slash resources. There are quite a few on there. They work for buyers and sellers, for your business, all different things you might need and all for free. Mm -hmm. Alyssa, which one is your favorite? My favorite freebie is the due diligence checklist. Oh, that's a good one and Mm -hmm. so impactful for your buyers. Mm -hmm. It's a great email template. It's a really good one. Uh, My favorite is probably staging checklist. Mm -hmm. I want my sellers to have those houses looking good. Yes, yes. So head over and see which ones you would like to download or get them all. Enjoy. Hi, y'all. Welcome to Hustle Humbly. It's Alyssa and Katie, and we are two top producing realtors in the Baton Rouge market. We work for two different companies where we should be competitors, but we have chosen community over competition. The goal of our podcast is to encourage you to find your own way in business. So stop comparing yourself and start embracing your strengths. Today, we are talking about technology technology we're doing a realtor toolkit series this is tech tools who doesn't need a technology tool so we're going to start there you can't live your life without them really and we have a good stat for you oh everybody loves a good statistic did you write them down i wrote it down oh thank goodness because i sure didn't i have it right here so the app store opened july 10th 2008 okay and had 500 apps now, mm-hmm. there are 2.1 million apps. I mean, it's really only 11 years. Right. And when you think about how many apps, mm-hmm. so basically, people, there really truly is an app for that. There is an app for that. And this, this episode isn't just about apps, but we are going to talk about some of our favorite, um, most used uh, apps or websites or programs, whatever they are. And really, based. there's not a lot of apps. Uh, now that you say that, there truly isn't. We're just talking about technology in general. Yeah. Um, and how we use it and what we use. Um, and for the techies out there, let's hear it. We hope it doesn't disappoint because we are very simple people. Well, I, yeah, we're non techie. Um, but, and as a millennial, I put millennials to shame. Katie knows this by now. Katie knows it's true that I should be a better tech person. And in my office, people are like, oh, you're a millennial. Can you fix my phone? And I just don't have that gene. It's not in you. It's not in me. So really, help you. I might have more to say on the technology. I would agree with that. I don't, it's funny to me because <laughs> I am quite a bit older, but that's okay. And we're not touching on social media really today no we're not going to talk about social media today because it really needs its own space and dedicated episode and we will for sure get there but we are going to talk about if these things we're using are free or not and social media is probably the most effective tool you can use to build your business for free i mean it's free people yeah you can use whichever one you like and we'll dive deep deep into them in another episode but please use social media. It's my favorite and it's very sure powerful. And, and so it's free and you can get that in the app store. Yeah. Or Google Play, wherever you're buying your apps. Right. Um, please, before we move on from that, can you tell the story of the app store? Yes. So in 2014, I was teaching a class at my office about how to use um, your iPad to do real estate. And I started the class by saying, okay, everybody, open up your iPad, right? Let's go to the app store. And then a few people started, (laughs) like, shifting in their seats to leave. And then somebody raised their hand and said, 
Where is the at store? Is that the store on Blue Bonnet? Right. So, so they were going to go. So they were physically leaving to go to the I at store. Adore that. Yeah. So we've come a long way since since then. What year was that? Twenty fourteen. I mean, that's not that long ago. Five years ago, but things have changed. Things a lot. have changed. Everyone knows where the at store is now. I would think. Yeah. I mean, you know, you never know. You never know. But I do think that one of the questions I get a lot is, how do you handle the volume? Okay. Well, perfect. I would not be able to do it without some of these simple things that I do. Right. And we talked about, as we were preparing for the episode, neither one of us are fancy, I would say. We're not trying to overcomplicate real estate. I think we're also pretty mindful that not everyone is super tech savvy. And we're using tools that are making this easier for us. (laughs) And helping you to be able to, to handle the volume. Yes. So and, go on. and one of the questions I get often is what do I use? And I'm going to cover it all today. And so are you. Uh, yeah, for sure. Okay. What do you feel like is the number one thing you cannot go without? Google, uh, mail, Gmail and Google Docs. Okay. I don't, I mean, now look, I, we're going to set aside, obviously you use the MLS in whatever form that is in your area. So, you know, we have Paragon is the company that does our software it's sort of required. I mean, yes, I need the MLS to sell real estate, but the thing that's making my business easier and flow and and able to be tracked is for sure Google Docs, Google Drive, and and my Gmail. My calendar is Google. I would fall apart if Google shut down. Right. We would all be in trouble. It would be bad news. And again, that's all free. Now I do pay for the upgrade on Google Mine is $1.99 a month to get extra storage. I mean, my account is pretty old. So it, I mean, I was running out of storage when you start using docs and adding photos. Like I, I backed so up all my you, photos there. I was going to say, what do you use your Google docs for? I use it for any business tracking that I do now. So anything that I used to have in a spreadsheet in the beginning, all of those are now in my Google drive. Okay. Because I don't even have Microsoft suite on my computer anymore. Okay. I don't have Word. I don't have wow. spreadsheet. You don't need it. It's all in Google Drive. And what I love about it is I'm not a slave to my computer anymore. It's right. web-based. If I pop into my office or an office down the street or wherever, a, the client's house, I could technically just get on the internet and have access to all of those things that yes. before I was, you know, saving on my computer. So my database is an Excel spreadsheet. Okay. It, I have tried different apps out there, a lot of popular apps um, and programs, and I just couldn't find anything quite simple enough right. for what I was looking for. So my database to this day is an Excel spreadsheet. Okay. And it works for me. I use it. It's clean. It's simple. I'm constantly filtering it, adding people, deleting people. Yes. I mean, it just it just works for me. I did recently change it from an Excel spreadsheet to an Excel sheet in Google Drive. Awesome. So that way I'm no longer a slave to my computer. I love it. And I can have it on my phone because of the Google Drive app. If I have someone I want to add to my database right now, I can just open up that Excel spreadsheet and insert that person. I cannot tell you how many times I've gone to the Google Drive app on my phone when I'm going to a past client's house and I just get in my car to drive over and it's been 10 years and all of a sudden I'm like, I don't remember the address. Like right. I'll maybe know the house when I see it, but was it at this part of the neighborhood or the, that 
that little duck, I mean, I'll go all the address. They're all right there. That's awesome. <laughs> They're all right there. So it's very helpful. Yeah. Okay. So you've got your spreadsheet. I'm using Google Docs the same way. Yes. Um, what about calendars? Since we're on Google, yours oh is gosh. a Google calendar. It is a Google calendar. My calendar is my Bible. Yeah. I would be, I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow without looking at my calendar. Okay. I want to ask you, how do you set your alerts? What is your alert pattern? As far as... So when you add tomorrow, there's a showing. Yes. When does your phone alert you about that showing? It doesn't. You... I don't do alerts. Whoa. I, every morning and every night, look at my... Well, I look at my week every Sunday. Right. But every morning and every night, like before I shut it down, I'm like, what do I have tomorrow? Is there anything I need to do today to prepare for tomorrow? Yes. I mean, that's fair. Do I need to go to my office before I go back on the other side of town? Do right. I need to print anything? What okay. do I need? Um, and so I kind of just have like my route scheduled. Okay. And then when I wake up in the morning... I know what I'm doing that day because I had looked at it the day prior. Okay. So I don't set the alerts. Um, it's just too many things, too many things going off on my phone. Right. And then you just start to ignore it. Right. Got it. Okay. So I don't do alerts. That's fine. You don't need alerts. I mean, I do them. I do them. Mm-hmm. They're automatically set to um, two hours. And okay. then they also do one at 30 minutes. Okay. But... I think that too is just in case I get engrossed in something. Yes. It's like, hey, you got to drive. Like 30 minutes out, you might need to be going somewhere. Right. So, yeah, I guess you don't have to have Depends on the personality, I think. It really does. If you feel like you get wrapped up into conversations or appointments, then chop, chop. Right. You might need something. Alert. Yeah. Well, for sure. Okay. And some people use paper calendars. I know. And I'm... I loved a paper calendar. I loved my college and grad school paper planner and color coding everything. And it was so zen until Mm -hmm. you didn't have it with you. Yeah. And as I entered real estate, it just was no longer practical for myself because people ask me questions if I'm busy while we're eating dinner. Like I'm not going to have, you know, like if I'm at dinner with a friend or something and they're like, what are you doing this weekend? I want to be able to tell them or if they're like, Hey, are you busy? We're going to the beach. I want to be able to, I don't, I'm not going to be like, let me get back to my car where my paper planner. Oh, I don't have my planner with me. Right. But I always have my phone. And so I miss my paper planner, but this is just what works. So I am, although I am good with most technology, I like paper, pen and paper and pencil. You see me use my notebook. I just like the feeling of writing it down. I love feeling of crossing out a to-do list. It's just good for me. So I do have one document that I print every week. It's a, it's a Google, you know, spreadsheet document. That's basically all seven days of the week have spaces. And then I have my current client check-ins, I have the list of my pendings and the list of my listings, and it is a single sheet of paper that is basically my overview of my business for that week. And you do it every week? I do it every week. On Sunday or Monday? Um, Yeah, probably Monday, or if I'm feeling like, if I get a lot organized on Friday, I'll do it then, right? so that I'm prepared to hit the ground running on Monday. But, you know, it's not a set day. Okay. I like it. But I like having it. Um, and I put it in a spot on my desk at home where I'm working most of the time where I can see it. It's sort of like the week at a glance. Perfect. And it's good. So there's that. And that works in conjunction with my Google calendar. I wish when I was a new agent, 
I would have put systems into place immediately. Oh, for sure. Because trying to do it three years into the business, I'm still not. I'm, I feel like, honestly, this last year is the first time that I have been caught up. Okay. And it took a long time for that to happen. Seven, seven but years. imagine it. So I think it's because when you're new, you don't have any clients, really. And right. you think, I don't need systems to keep track of my clients. Because it's just there. But it's amazing when you start writing things down, yeah. how many opportunities you have. And you may not even realize it until it's all on paper. So year three, I was still doing phone duty. And I started just anybody that called, I was writing down their number, writing about what they called about. And I was doing that to an extent, but this is when I became intentional. Okay. And put them into a spreadsheet. And I had this and after a month, I was shocked at the amount of people who had reached out who had reached out wow. that I would not even know or remember or realize the volume of it mm-hmm. unless I was being intentional and writing it down all in one place. Okay. So I wish that I would have done that sooner. Now, my system for that is Trello. Okay. So Trello is a free app. I know that realtors have recently discovered it. It's not a real estate app. It's a organization to-do list app yep. people have used it to plan vacations or their grocery lists or their kids because it's it can be shared yes it can be shared and there's so many things that you can do with it there's so many videos online about it you just have to go check it out i use it for real estate and um it's amazing because it allows me to create a card for each person okay and if i click on that card i can make notes Okay. And I can add dates if, it, if I need it to alert me about something. Okay. But it's just so simple. And I have different columns. So I have, you know, pre-listing, active listings, active buyers, pending contracts, closed, but not completed, which means I still need to write them a thank you card, ask them to refer me on, you know, write a recommendation right. and things like that. Okay. So, and then it's gone. Yeah. So, so that's nice. And then I also in Trello have a pipeline, which is where anytime someone comes to me and says, oh, my daughter is a sophomore in high school, but I think we're going to move when she graduates. Right. I need to remember that in a year and a half. Yep. So I write those people there. And so the pipeline is so long and I love looking at it because it's like, I would never remember all of these things. No, no. People put so much trust in their own brain. And, right. And it's only no. so good. Yep. I have to write everything down. Got so to use the technology for that. Yeah. So Trello is my free tracking. Okay. That's what I use to just have a, a screenshot, snapshot of what's going on right now. Okay. Now, how do you track a transaction? You, so we'll, I'll just tell you the one I I use Wise Agent. Okay. This is not a... First of all, this is not an advertisement for any of these things. No. Yeah. Maybe one day, but not today. Right. Um, but maybe one day we'll get paid to share these that's things. That's right. Uh, which is a paid app. I think I pay $25 a month for Wise Agent. It became necessary at the point in time when I had a lot of irons in the fire, a lot of pendings and listings, and I had an assistant and we needed to know who was doing what tasks. Sure. So she kind of set me up on this wise agent, but the truth of it is it's so efficient and helpful. I haven't really needed an assistant the way I did before right? because it's all lined out there and I can just log on to the website and say, okay, 
what are the tasks that need to be done at this point in time? Right. So it's super helpful. And I'm not going to lie. A lot of that stuff is autopilot for you once you get this far down the road. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know that I have three closings next week. I know that that means this week I better check on people for utilities or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. But I still log on to it and I'm like, okay, make sure. Did I miss any of the tasks that I normally do? And I think that's also important so that you are consistently providing the same level of service. For sure. Because you don't want to give some person... A great experience because you're slow right then. Mm-hmm. And then when it's busy, everyone gets a kind of pitiful experience because you can't get everything done. Right. So I like Wise Agent. Do you have a transaction management? Trello has a checklist. So if I make an active listing um, card, whenever I get a new listing, I duplicate that card and just change it from active listing to 1234 Main Street. Okay. And in it is a template with checkbox. Okay. The thing that wasn't working for me is that it was not automated in that it was not emailing me, reminding me. Okay. It required me to actually go and check it. And when you get busy, you don't do that. Right. My office recently implemented a program called Skyslope. Okay. And there are several real estate companies that use it. Um, and I am loving it. We're only a couple months in and it's amazing. I transferred my checklist to Skyslope. Okay. And you set it up. So, you know, check on appraisal 12 days after a pending. That's how Wise Agent works. Yes. Perfect. So it just alerts me and it's also like a record system. Yep. It keeps all your files. Oh, it's got it all there. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know what it would cost because it's part of our office. But it is a paid. It is something you pay for. Um, but I just need something automated sure. that emails me and says, hey, this is due today right. because it's going to sit in my email. Yep. That's and sure I get it done. For sure. So I have the wise agent and then we, my office uses and provides for us dot loop. And I know there's all different sorts of software that will do e-signing and document, you know, storage. But we are paperless in my office, which I love. And I'm very happy about because I don't want those files and folders and shenanigans. And no. you can't lose anything really when you're paperless. Mm-hmm. So we're paperless. It's all stored in dot loop. Each transaction has its own loop. And that's also where we can do the e-signing. So if someone needs to sign whatever document, an offer, an addendum, whatever, um, they're all there. So we use that. What do you use? So I serve on our board of directors for the Greater Baton Rouge Association of Realtors. So I'm a big proponent of wherever you are a realtor, you are a paying member of your local board. Okay. So if there is something free that they offer and you may not even know the benefits that you have, go educate yourself on your local board. That's awesome. For example, um, our local board provides authentic sign through our MLS. So that is a... Electronic signature form fill out, yeah. Um, website which is great. It has an app. It's free. I actually canceled my DocuSign membership, okay, which was I think thirty nine dollars a month. Whoa. To use this new AuthenSign, and I love AuthenSign so much. Okay, but the point is, if you have a free resource out there, I think it's good to explore that, especially when you're a new agent. You don't have money to be just throwing things out, right? So explore your local board. They may have things for you that you don't even know about. I like that. That's a good point. I never even thought about that. You're paying for it in your dues. Yeah, you might as well use so it. So you are paying for it. Right. Right. You are paying <laughs> for You it. are paying for it. Use it. Hello, friends. Hi, all. 
Our template course has launched. It's out there. And we have been getting some really positive feedback. Yes, I have some great feedback I wanted to share with you guys. Um, we had one purchaser say, thank you for these templates. As a new agent, I feel it would have taken me years to create these on my own. That's awesome. I know, it's so great. And then I had, these are so incredibly helpful. What a great investment. Thank you for your time and efforts putting these together. I think that... You guys, this is the answer to it saving yourself answer. some time. It, it helps you put systems in place. It yep. keeps you professional. It keeps you consistent. It just makes everything run so much smoother. So much smoother. You're never mm -hmm. going to forget to tell somebody something. No, because this it's covers, all there. It's all there. And you're going to edit it to make it sound like your voice if you'd like. And it's going to be perfect for your business. Yeah. So go check out our template course. Yes. At hustlehumblypodcast.com. Perfect. Okay. Enjoy. Enjoy. Bye. Okay, I have, uh, I guess, a question for you, or maybe when you started, were people e-signing documents? I mean, no. they were, okay, so just seven years ago, and when I started, they for sure weren't e-signing documents. We, in 2011, people were still faxing. Yes, I had a fax number, my own. I have one. I have my <laughs> so own. I finally yeah. got rid of mine. <laughs> that is amazing. I mean, I remember just sending the forms to people and being like, figure it out. I mean... You can't yeah. always meet people or they don't live in the city and no. you have to just tell them initial at the bottom of every page and sign the last and scan it back and hope it's right. And Okay, well, that's kind of where I was going with this. I miss, I love e-sign and I love anything that makes life easier and efficient and it's time, saving time, that saves a ton of time. But I do miss the standing in front of humans and saying, you are going to buy this house. We are going to go and look through every page of this offer, and we're going to talk about your questions. Right. And at the end of it, you're going to sign, because God love them, most of my clients will sign anything I send to them in an e-sign. Yes. And I don't honestly think they're reading all of it. Well, when it says they opened it, and then it comes to you completed 20 seconds later, it's a nine-page offer. You know that nothing was right. I know, and it makes me nervous. It makes my broker very nervous. I should. Yes. I mean, it really should because there are things in there that I would cover as part of my normal process when we did them in person. So I miss that part. There's good and bad parts of technology. I, I miss that part, but I like that we're right. all fast and efficient now. Technology is good, but people are losing the relationship aspect of our job. For sure. I also like to make a phone call, y'all. Yeah, I'm going to pick up the phone and I'm going to hear your voice while we talk about this offer because we're losing a lot in a text translation. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, oh, mm -mm. okay. So that loop, we've talked about our e-signing. Okay. You want to do showing time? So do show I'll time. do showing time. So we, our board, another, our board is providing that to us. We get our um, Showings done through the showing service, showing time. My office used to use centralized showing, and once the board started provi providing that, we stopped. But it's a nice service to have. What's great about it are there are features that maybe you don't realize are there. So you want to go show five houses tomorrow to your buyer? You click them all on the MLS. You hit the drop-down menu to showing time. You stick them in the cart, and then you go to the cart, and you hit this delightful little button that says, Sort the route or whatever it says. Route me. Route me. Yes. And guess what? It'll tell you what order to go to those, how long it takes to drive in between the two. I thought everybody knew that. 
No. And so many people did not know that it will give you the best route to take they, for the shortest distance. They don't know. And thank God when I started real estate, there was, you know, Google Maps and, you know, online MapQuest, whatever it was 14 years ago. Uh, but you would have to go to the website, type in all 10 <laughs> addresses, sort them out, route them, then figure out how long in between, then go back to them. I would print out a million sheets of paper. I'll be writing all the times. It was so much more time consuming. I cannot even imagine, and we are not really going to talk about lockboxes as technology, but I cannot even imagine a point in time where you would have to go to an office and pick up a key oh to do gosh. a showing. I would lose the keys. I would lose the keys. You couldn't do 10 in a day. No. You'd have to be like, hey, guys, you need to see three houses. We're cleaning out our offices right now to do some remodeling. And my office mate has been a realtor much longer than I have. And she found her old MLS book. Wow. And she was saying how it would come out um, once every month. But you didn't know what was still available from the time that it was printed to now. And how it's just crazy. It makes me wonder how. I wonder what we'll have to research this. What a top producing agent was. In 1990. Right. Like how much could you physically how much could even you do? do? What was the top producer in 1990? Yeah, that kind of brings up an interesting point. I wonder if that's why the team scenario was, um, was set up that way with a listing agent, like, and then the rate, because it would probably be very difficult to be a top producing buyer's agent. Yeah. I mean, like you just physically couldn't get it done. No. You, I mean, there's just no way. It's a lot of work. Okay. That's very interesting. So showing time has good features. I love those. But here's another piece of advice. Whatever software, website, whatever your office provides, whatever your board provides, whatever, I mean, you can get your hands on that is free. Go like search the features. There are tutorials mm-hmm. for days on YouTube. Go to YouTube, type in showing time and say best features of showing time. And I bet you someone has done a screen grab of every single thing. Um, and you know, even our Remax website has tutorials on all different kinds of tech that Remax provides. Sure. Or there's there's probably so so many things available to you that you don't even know. You don't even know about it, right? Well, and I think part of what we were saying when we were writing the notes were we're not using every tool. No, we're just using enough tools to to really make this more efficient for us. Well, it's okay to keep it simple. Yeah. For sure. Keep it simple. I think that's fair. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. No doubt. You know, you just need to find what works for you and that you'll use it. If you're not going to use it, there's no, it doesn't matter how cool it is. Oh, that's what they say about all of the um, CRMs, like your your client management. Well, whichever one you're going to use is the right one. one. Yeah. Mm. How many people do you think try one and it doesn't stick? Do you have a CRM? No, and I've tried four. (laughs) Yeah, right. I don't really have one <laughs> the, either. The reason I have an Excel spreadsheet is because if you find a CRM that you want to try, that's how you can just import. So you had it. So it's easy yeah. to just import, export, import. And I would do the free trials. And they were just all so complicated and yelled at me and wanted to you like, like do you were, things. Mm-hmm. That uh, it was too much. And so then I was like, wait a minute. I like my Excel spreadsheet. It's working. And we're going to do an episode on... Follow-up. Yep. And so on the follow-up episode, I'll kind of explain how I work my Excel spreadsheet and follow-up with past clients and things yeah, like that. Yeah, we'll like dive deep into right. your fields and the whole operation. Correct. Okay, I want to talk about one of my very favorite 
free websites that I don't know, an agent in my office turned me on to years ago. It is called Canva. If you have not been to Canva, C-A-N-V-A, you must go there. It is amazing for a flyer, for a social media post, for any kind. If you want to create a template for your Facebook post that every time you have a new listing, you drop the picture in and then you've got the words and everything ready to go. It's perfect because it's like full on graphic design for dummies. I'm not a graphic designer. I don't pretend to be, but I find it to be very useful and it, it kind of, it has real estate templates already in there. So that one's fun and I, I like it for my social media and I like it for, you know, flyers and the, the cover to my binders that I put in listings. I do that on there. With Canva, okay, Katie is an excellent tutorial watcher. Oh, well, thank you. Katie loves a good tutorial. I can't really get things done without that. My brain is like, I can figure this out myself. Wow. And then I can't. And then I get frustrated. So... If you want to get it, become an expert at Canva before you try to play with it, watch some beginner tutorials yes. and save yourself some. I'm going to not lie to you. Well, for years and always, my husband is super tech savvy. He used to build his own computers, like wow. put, literally put the pieces in there. I'm like, I don't even understand how this works, no. but that's awesome. So I have always called him tech support. Like when I get to frustration level, because look, I'm not a tech genius. I'm like, Jay, help me. I don't know how to make this work. And last night, I wanted to make the little Instagram post with the snippet and the sound bite from the podcast. Yeah. Like, this is awesome. I'm going to post it. I'm so excited. I sure did have to watch a tutorial on YouTube. Yeah. I think I had to watch a couple because some of them were like 10 minutes long. I don't have the patience for that. Right. So I got to get the good ones that just get to the meat of what you need. Exactly. Yeah. Technology can be really frustrating it totally can i agree um the other thing that i use a lot of is email templates oh that's good all right we definitely want to talk about that that's important okay when i find that i'm writing an email over and over and over again i will save it so that way the next time i need to send this email it's written where do you have it saved i have it saved in my gmail yep okay it's just there labeled so that i know i can just forward it and make Light changes. Okay. Some of them don't require any changes. Yeah. But some of them do. Yeah. So those are my favorite. Um, I know you have some. Which ones do you have? Okay. So the ones, email templates came into my life probably three years ago. Right around that same time that I had the assistant, wise agent was getting put in place. No, I'm not going to lie. The systems that were put in place then have really made it so that I could do more and be more efficient and not need an assistant right. as much. So it's been really nice. But the email templates that I use the most, always seller just listed. So like your your home has just been listed. What's going to happen now? And that one lines out kind of the process, you know, right? Like, how to do a showing, how to prepare your home for a showing. I have a list, you know, what to remove from your house during a showing, safety concerns so it kind of goes through that when they get listed and it has the link to their listing so they can check and make sure i got all the information right and it sort of talks about when is an inspection going to happen and that kind of stuff then i use the seller under contract so once we get an offer this one is real specific like hey your inspection period ends on this day this is how what's going to happen after that this is what happens during an appraisal this is why you would get a copy of the appraisal. I am trying to answer as many questions as I can before they're asked. Right. And I do think in the last three years, I have gotten far fewer questions 
It cuts back on text messages, phone calls, yeah. emails, because you're being proactive in covering all the information. Right. Because there's a lot of information to get out there. So much. Even though they've bought and sold houses before, if it's been more than a year, they don't remember much of anything. I do the buyer under contract email, and then usually the week outs before closing, I have a template that I use religiously. Okay. Tell me some of your favorite templates. So I have those. Okay. Um, And then... We live in Baton Rouge, so we had the big flood in 2016, and I always have people asking me questions about flood insurance. Okay. So I have a, I have one saved about flood insurance oh. that I send my buyers when we're looking. Okay. And just explains, you know, that flood insurance can change. Uh-huh. It adds to your monthly note. Right. And it's just kind of a long thing that I found. I was typing uh-huh. all the time, so I just saved it so I don't have to retype it. Um, I do have a pre-listing template. So if I'm going on a listing interview, oh, I like this one and I don't have this. I love it. And I like it too, because in it, I have the sheet that says getting your house ready for pictures. Okay. And on there, it says, remove your floral drapes. Um, put the declutter picture shell, uh, pictures. Okay. Um, all those things. You've got your staging stuff. Yes, and I like sending it to them ahead of time because when I show up, they know I'm not picking on you. That's everyone. This got it. is everybody. <gasps> I sent you this. I love that. Yes, I sent you this before I ever even saw your. So home. your drapes were not the drapes we were right. talking about, right? Oh. Because they feel that's a hard thing helping people get their house ready. You know, one of the things on there is. Remove all fake floral, you know, the dusty yes. floral that people use. Um, there's just things like that on there that when I go to people's homes, if they've never seen this before, they think she hates my house right. and, and they feel embarrassed. Yeah. So I tell them, don't feel embarrassed at all. Yeah. This is just a guide for everybody and they're on here for a reason. Yep. They're on this list because people have this. Yep. And it doesn't photograph well. That's why we're removing it. Okay. So it just kind of helps. And it also has um, just some things about myself. But I have won several listing interviews because I was told I was the only realtor that sent them something ahead of time. Okay, I like that. So if you're in a competitive situation, preparation. Preparation. Love it. Do that. Um, I also get a lot of questions about Zillow. Oh, so oh, you have a Zillow email? I have a Zillow email. I like this. So they have a... You know, Zillow sometimes pulls like pre-foreclosure, but you can't find it and it's not there and it's not actually for sale. So I have a long email explaining where Zillow pulls their data from, why it's not super accurate in the South, because we have a brick and mortar um, clerk of court, not an online clerk of court. So it just educates, educate, educate. If you are educating your clients, it will make your job so much easier. That really lends itself to client management as well. It goes back to client management and just, you know, if they don't know. They don't know. People get so aggravated with their clients. Right. And it's like half the stories I hear, I'm like, well, that's your fault. Right. Not theirs. They don't know. Agree. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Any other email templates that you find helpful? Those are the main ones that I have. Well, I wouldn't have even thought of the flood or Mm. the I do have an after-closing template. That has, thank you so much. Uh-huh. Don't forget to file for Homestead. Don't forget to transfer the termite okay. um, over into your name. These are the three places that people check for reviews. Okay. Please copy and paste one review into all three outlets. Okay. So I get my Facebook. I get my 
realtor.com and I get my Zillow review and they just copy and paste it and do it all. Love it. So that's a great one. I do usually send that one post-close. One more. What I know it? we have talked about it. My new buyers. Oh, yes. Yes. They have a rules email that they get. So okay. once I have someone reach out to me because they want to buy a home mm-hmm. and they have, and I, I go to the meeting where they meet the lender. Okay. So usually, especially if they're first time home buyers, always. Um, and then after they are ready, but before we have actually started looking at houses, they get an email from me that says, congratulations on being pre-approved. That's so exciting. I'm excited to start house hunting. Okay. Here are some rules. Love rules. Don't go finance anything new. Good. Um, you know, kind of the lender rules that they want. And then I encourage them, go to open houses. Right. It's great. It's a great thing to do. Tell the host that Alyssa Jenkins is your realtor. Right. And that way, that way they're protected. I'm protected. Everything's good. I appreciate it when people come to my open houses and tell me they have a realtor. Yeah. I think it's wonderful. Yeah. I say, never call a sign. If you see a house that you're interested in, call me or send me the address or send me a picture of the sign. Just so they know, well, we didn't know. We called the sign. Right. One of the rules on there is if you're looking, if you go to a new construction neighborhood. Yes. Tell the person in the model home, Alyssa Jenkins is your realtor. I'm loving this email. So it just covers like the top 10 things you wish every buyer would know. Yes. And it just makes it so much easier. You don't lose as many clients out there. They don't know. They don't know. The public doesn't know. They don't know. They think that they're doing you a favor if they call the sign because they don't want to bother you. Right. Well, that is my job. I'm supposed to show you the house. Exactly. Oh, that's probably my favorite one. It is so good. It has saved me so much headache. I can say that the buyers I have lost due to, you know, new construction mainly because that's the hardest one. Yeah. They can just go to the model home. Um, it just helps you. Yeah. And you, my loss rate is so much better. Well, good for you. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. What a good tip. Yeah. I love it. And that's all my tips. I mean, anything else? That's, on that's really all that we have here. Again, we're simple. We're not using a hundred different apps or websites. It's pretty easy. Yeah. Now, I'm Nothing sure complicated. lots of them that we've missed. There are so many good apps and tools and resources out there. We are constantly asked what we use. Yes. So that's why we wanted to share what we use to let you know there's nothing really fancy. It's really not fancy. We're very simple, but that is what keeps our our mindset good and clean and easy. Keeps your business flowing. Yeah, you don't need to overcomplicate it. Okay. Well, that was good. It was. Good. I love technology. I do too. Who do you want to toast to? I, that's what I was wondering. What on earth are we going to do? You know who we could toast to, technology-wise, is it's my it. IT guy. Oh, oh, wait. Please tell this story before we toast him. Please. Um, our podcast editor, Jeanette, told us that episode three was not anywhere to be found. Lost. It was lost. In an abyss. But that was... We had filmed episode three a long time ago. Right. So I was very nervous about this. I was stressing. This is what I was like. I hate technology. I had to delete the episode off of my computer so that I could have more space to record more episodes. Yep. And this was at my first heart drop podcast technology scare. <laughs> it really I was, was sweating. I was freaking out. I was like, that was such a good episode. If we redo it, it'll never be the it same. It'll never be the same. 
And so I emailed my IT guy at my office. He's at the office all the time. Yes. Okay. Gillian Sims. We love Gillian. We love Gillian. Like I do, I've never met this person, but for sure. He's amazing. He's really cool. And I said, Gillian, I have been working on a podcast. We cannot find episode three. I deleted it several episodes ago. Right. And I said, and he said, well, there's a few things you could try. And I had emptied my trash, which was like the biggest. She was no-no. next level. I was deleting. next level deleting. And so he sent over a software that clones my computer onto his screen. Right. And I was looking at my computer screen, right. watching him do the stuff, do the stuff, move the mouse, <gasps> open folders, run these programs, do these things. And within. You know, an hour, Stop. he found it and restored it. He is our hero. And it was, <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, thank goodness for the real tech people. Not the people like me and you. No, the real techies out there. He really knew. And while we're saying that and we are going to toast Gillian, I honestly think we should toast Jay because he is who I call my tech support. I am not techie, y'all. Gillian and Jay. That They're the tech people. We need tech people in our lives. That's a good point. Go, people. Find yes. your tech person. Find your tech person that can help you. My office sometimes thinks that that's me, but right. it's not. Just because I'm a millennial. You look young. You should be good I at should that. know these things, and I don't. Oh, my gosh. But so many of the programs now have the 24-7 you can just call, which yes. is awesome. I love it. All right. Let's do it. To Jay and Gillian. Gillian. Cheers. And send us in your success stories of the week, or if you would like to nominate someone for us to toast to next week, we would love to hear about it. And that's it. I think that's it for today. Bye, y'all. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Hustle Humbly podcast. Let us know who we should toast to for the next episode. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Hustle Humbly Podcast. If you have an episode, topic, or question, please email us at hustlehumblypodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. See you next week. Bye. This is the good life.